This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now, it's Positively Ernie Extra, New York's TV legend and 77 WABC radio talk host with positive news and interviews to inform and inspire you. Now, here's Ernie Anastas. All right, feeling good, and hey there, welcome to the show. I hope you are having a great day. We are here, and uh, we're ready for you. Are you ready for us? I got some good things coming up today. I'm following stories in the news and what people are talking about with a positive viewpoint. Now, I really enjoy being here because this show is all about bringing you great stories that can help you, your family, and everybody. And we're looking for solutions to problems and issues, finding answers and ways to make life better. All right, today I want to talk about something really special. Uh, It's an interesting topic, and I chose this. Judging others. Judging other people. What a great topic. Um, Why do we judge others? Is it wrong or is it right sometimes? I'll explain that. I'm talking about today a great subject with my uh, my special guest, Amelia Antonetti. She is back with us, and Amelia is a wonderful person. She's an entrepreneur, an investor, successful businesswoman, and a good mom, among other things. She can talk about anything, and that's why she's here today. Hi, Amelia. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so excited. Uh, I know you're excited. You know, we both have that, that energy, and, and that's why we work so well together and, and become very enthusiastic about whatever we happen to be talking about. And I know you like this topic, too. Uh, let's start with this. They say that the more you judge others, the more you end up defining yourself. I mean, constantly yeah. seeing the bad in others, we train our minds to find the bad. Do you agree with that? Well, yeah. So I, as a behaviorist, our natural default as humans leans towards the negative, mm. right? The finding the fault, which is fault finding, which is just a habit and a pattern, is a survival mechanism, right? Your mind is looking for the fault so that it can be able to warn you mm. right, of, of to be cautious, right? Mm-hmm. So in order for us to be positive, that has to be intentional training. We have to intentionally train ourselves to seek out the positive because it isn't our default state. And we have to know that not just for ourselves, but right. in relationships and raising our kids with mm-hmm. our coworkers to know that we're going to, it's going to be an easier transition to go what's wrong versus yeah. what's right. Yeah. Well, scale, right? Success comes from the ability, right, to do what others can't do, which is to Hmm. seek the positive. Um, And and that also is the flavor of your life. So if you spend your time Mm -hmm. focusing on fault and negativity, then that is how you feel. Okay, well, that brings up, you know, a a really good uh, angle to what we're talking about. Do we learn to be judgmental? I mean, is there something that that we see at home, school, work environment? Uh, Do we just, you know, kind of find out that this is how we want to live and this is how this is a, a role model for us does that become part of our personality or are we born with this kind of thing well it's too it's yes it's conditioning so yeah. humans are not born negative okay. we're not we, we it's a learned trait and that's a great thing is that most things that create 
Hmm. duplicatable, predictable success are learned. You're not born with it. It's conditioning. And so there's two things you have to focus on is one, that when somebody is a fault finder or gravitates to negative, Mm -hmm. the reason why they keep doing it is because they're getting a reward. Remember, human functions based on reward. Mm -hmm. So if you are attracting a negative environment, right? Those people who constantly complain, right. talking about what, you know what's wrong in sure. the world. Yeah. You have to step back and go, well, I can't control them, but mm-hmm. I can control me. Mm. So what can I do differently? And the thing about what you can do differently is not participate. Remember, there can't be conflict or argument unless you participate. Yes. There can't be a negative vibration unless you participate. Yep. So being able just to get into a conversation and just go, you know what? This doesn't feel good to me. Mm-hmm. Can we change the subject? You know, Amelia, uh, I like what you're saying. And um, it's, you know, when people hear the word judgmental, a judgmental person, uh, a synonym for that could be a bully. Someone who does the same thing, pushes you around and, and, and makes you feel less than what you are. Uh, dealing with people who are judgmental, I don't have to tell you, we know them, can be a real pain. Uh, we feel it isn't fair, that it's rude to do that, and it's very difficult to deal with a person like that. So uh, let's elaborate a little bit more. You find a person who's negative. Find a person who uh, is judgmental. What exactly do we do to counter that? How do we handle that? Well, the first step of that is to understand what is really happening. What's really going on is when, whether it's a bully or judgment, is fear-based. That's where the seed, that's where it derives from. People who are judgmental, Mm -hmm. the reason why they're judgmental is that is their fear. And that's what they're projecting. That's why they're even jumping on the judgment train, right, Mm -hmm. is to help counterbalance themselves. Right. This is wrong, so therefore I must be right. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that it's fear-based, then you have the uh, ability to then be in empowerment. Do I want to feed that fear or do I want to counter that fear? So when somebody makes a judgmental statement, depending on whether you want to play offense or defense, Mm -hmm. you can always say, hmm. That's one thing that could be happening, or it could be something else. You can Mm -hmm. lean towards the positive. If you're not that type of, let's say that's a little bit more assertive, then you can always say, you know, that isn't something that feels good to me because Mm -hmm. that person's not here. Having a conversation when the person isn't present, right? That's the the devil's tongue, right? Then it's easy just to say, you know what? That person's not here. I prefer to just talk about us. You know, a, a lot of people just how you want it. Yeah. And a lot of people immediately just walk away from people like that. OK, they just say, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this person. I'm going to ignore it. Um, there's another angle here. And judging others can be and some people would say good in a way because uh, it helps you to identify and recognize bad behavior and calling that person out. And can actually make a difference. Instead of walking away, you say, you know what? I'm going to try to change this person. Now, let's talk a little bit about that. Are we able to change someone's behavior like that if they're really locked in to having that ingrained in their personality? No. So you have no power outside of self. Hmm. But what you can do is you can mirror. So a lot of times when I'm working with clients, especially the ones that are overly difficult. Okay. Because, because most people just lend to the, the path of least resistance, mm-hmm. a lot of times when I get somebody who is just one of those nudges, they actually don't know. 
because people have never confronted him them to say point blank, you realize you're difficult. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm just letting you know, you are, diff- it is deriving from you. Mm. So again, it depends on what your desired outcome is, but you can mirror, but you can't change somebody, which means if right. you say something that is uh, just say uh, kind of porcupine-ish, right? It's uh-huh. stingy. Yeah. I can turn around and go, you know what? That doesn't sound like it feels really good. Did you mean to say and mirror what was just said yeah. so that they can hear it from a third point? Because a lot of times they go, oh God, that was kind of nasty. Right. Let me take a step back. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people are not aware of how they show up in the world. Yes. So mirror for them right. so they can then confirm or deny. Yeah, they have to see it. They have to see it for themselves. Right. And, and you know what? We also live in a society that is so dominated by media and particularly social media. Now, do you think that this kind of environment has created more negative comments judging people publicly, often without any sense of shame or embarrassment? We see it. We hear about it all the time. Let's focus on that a little bit. What, what contributor is that to, to the problem of being judgmental? Well, and again, it depends on what age group you're in, right? Yeah, yeah. So in in our age group, because we learned how showing up in real time, like we had more face-to-face interaction, we didn't have the uh, accessibility to the digital uh, arena that we have today. Right. We show up differently in relationships because that's how we were groomed. Yes. Versus the society that's coming up now, what they know is social. So mm-hmm. for them... Them saying something flippant right. has less penetration, like what does it mean, than it does for us looking at it. So mm-hmm. we have to realize that as the generations have more of a relationship with the digital and social, right. these things mean different. But what they're not understanding is the consequences. And so when I'm working between like parent and child, you know, or or within a company where there's an age gap, sure. I'm like, go to your memory. We all remember what it was like mm-hmm. when we went to school in real time yep. and one of our friends, right, didn't sit with us. Oh, yeah. Mad at Very us. Very common. The impact. Sure. Now I go, think about the digital. Re- this is happening to young people mm-hmm. a thousand times an hour. Right. Right. That same devastating, I don't belong. And really publicly Without- because it's out there. It's not yeah. just in, in, in the schoolyard. It's it's on the Internet. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Exactly. Right? So the it, it's even more important right. for us to teach young people their identity, mm. their values, I what has that. meaning, what we have to build them within yeah. Yeah. to counter the self-medicating, the suicide, mm-hmm. it, it, because it's devastating. They're yeah. living in a world like the whole world is coming to end. Everybody hates it. Exactly. Amelia, you know, counterbalance yeah. building, building if- internally. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? 
Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. When we're talking about, you know, young people, and you just described it very well, because a lot of young kids, <laughs> I got a little dog in the background. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, a, a little, you know, problem d- develops when it becomes a real major issue with young people because they just feel like they're isolated, that they don't belong and they want to belong. That's what it is. Then you go into this um, middle-aged individuals, people who are trying to get ahead in life. That can be difficult, too. That can become a real backstabbing environment uh, as compared to seniors who are a little more relaxed and, you know, they've lived their life and now they're kind of being a little more uh, uh, patient with other people. Let's talk about those two different age groups. Well, I think that if we can take the viewpoint that something is always happening, Mm. what you think is happening is not happening. So being able to extend grace a little bit of patience to realize that even though you may not like what the interaction is at that moment, you have the power to change the way it feels by leaning in instead of taking and defending your position to be able to lean into a young person or somebody in middle age to say, it seems like you're suffering. Mm. It seems like you're hurt. Mm-hmm. What can I do to right. serve you? Absolutely. Instead of you making it about you yep. and defending your position, mm-hmm. lean into it yep. to say, what can we do differently here oh, yeah. to get a different outcome? That can make a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. Most people just don't know how. Right. They're in it, and they think that all I got to do is continue to participate, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to pivot. So taking the higher road, which is being able to go, is this feeling good to you? Because it really doesn't feel good over here. Mm -hmm. How can we do something different allows for immediate action? Well, that's great action to take. And and I remember interviewing uh, a psychologist uh, a few years ago. And we were talking about this subject in a way, and she pointed out to me, she said, you know, uh, many times we go through life and we suffer. Uh, we suffer, you know, the, the, uh, the consequences of being uh, an outcast with your, your fellow teenagers, uh, when you're, particularly when you're a kid, because that's when it really, you know, remembers deep in your mind, and then you forget, but it's really there. And, and she gave me a, a nice visual, and she said, you know, the important thing for a lot of people to do that have been hurt is to take a picture of yourself as you are now. See yourself as an adult and then pull that child out and sit that child next to you and look at yep. that child and give it understanding, give it the love and, and care that it deserves and explain that this is what you were feeling at that time. Uh, and, and let me tell you how it wasn't that bad and how you've recovered from it and what it really meant. Isn't that a great visual? Isn't that a great way to, it's, to it's help beautiful. yourself? Isn't that great? Yes, to actually give yourself the love and the nurturing that your inner child wanted. Just because you didn't have it doesn't mean that you cannot give it. Be your own parent. Yeah, be your own parent. Absolutely. I love that. And the wonderful thing about it, you know, again, as a behaviorist, I'm always trying to educate people on, you know, why people do what they do Mm. and how to be able to counter how they're feeling. Yeah. An emotion, any emotion, right, right, only has a 90 second shelf life unless you feed it again. So if you feel happy, mm-hmm. then it only lasts 90 seconds. You've got to feed more happy. Right. If you feel sad or depressed, you mm-hmm. have to stop feeding that, right, in order for you to get that feeling to subside. Yeah. 
what happens is we get triggered, right? We're like, oh my gosh, nobody likes me. Hmm. That lasts 90 seconds. And then you're like, I wonder why nobody likes me. I'm such a good person. <laughs> you said it again. Right. Then you go like, you know, it's not fair, I'm, but I try so hard. You said it again. You keep feeding the emotion. And that's why it, it extends Absolutely. minutes, hours, days, yeah. because you don't even realize that you're in the pattern of feeding that emotion. Yes. Because the emotion is charged. It wants it's hungry. It mm-hmm. wants you to feed it. Yeah. You have to get into presence and attention to say, I don't want to feel this way. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something different yep. to spark a different emotion and feeling. I like this a lot. You know, I, this is such a great topic. And, and I hope that, you know, whoever's listening uh, and watching us right now uh, can understand that this is coming from two people who genuinely want to help. And that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're having a great conversation, but we want to help people. Let me bring up just two more things before we go, because the, the time just goes so quickly. Um, from a spiritual standpoint, many faiths believe that judging people is wrong. In, in some ways, they say it's sinful. So let's talk about the spiritual aspect of how we handle that. And there are a lot of people who say, you know what, because I do have this faith, if you will, whatever it happens to be, it doesn't matter. Um, and I have this, this, this idea of how I should conduct myself in life and the way I've been taught, that that makes a huge difference, and it can turn people around uh, in, 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 in a positive way. Talk about that. Well, I think that the, you know, if we can say that every person is here for a reason, mm. no matter what your faith is, we're here yeah, for a reason. I believe that, sure. And we all deliver you know, our internal genius, the mm. thing that we're here to do. Right. It is, it is, when you talk about sinful, I don't know what God intended for you. And when I judge, I am interrupting the communication between you and your divine purpose and God. Who am I to say what you should or should not be doing? Understood. It's not my job. It's between you, right, and Mm -hmm. and the man upstairs. Yeah. And when you're judging, you're interrupting, you're creating noise Mm -hmm. to make the journey for your life purpose more difficult. So why so many religions say do not judge is because it is a one-on-one destination between you and your higher calling. Totally. And that's what the non-judgment is, is don't make it any harder than it already is Mm -hmm. by throwing in your two cents because you don't know what my purpose here is. Right, right. right. Stay on your own journey. Stay on what your own calling, how you're showing up. That's exactly right. Manifest what your thing is and don't worry about other people because Mm. if you live your life to your fullest based on what you were put here to do, that's your journey. That not is interfering with others. And Amelia, you know, uh, many people who are who are listening to this and are saying, yes, this is how I feel. This is how I believe. It's the old, you know, line, you know, as you are judged, as you judge, you will be judged. And I think that that keeps a lot of people on track and saying, you know what, uh, let me forgive somebody if I want to be forgiven, too. And it's that circle. It's that circle that for many, many people uh, who, who believe in it and it works, it works for them. Yes. Yes. Kindness will go a Mm. long way to extend grace. One of my favorite words in the world is grace. Just give a little grace. I don't know what walking in your shoes feels like. I don't know what you're dealing with in this moment. So if I can extend grace Mm -hmm. and just make the assumption of the positive, you didn't mean to do what you did. It wasn't intentional. You don't wish me harm. I can think that thought just as easily as I can think the thought of you did mean it. You did cause me to be saying you can choose how you want to show up in the world. And it has to decide with, 
do you want to be able to demonstrate, to touch people with that positivity, with the hope, with the thing that you want in return? You know, become who you want. Become who you want. I, I love that, you know, because we, we just get so excited when we're talking about subjects like this, a media. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy this so much, and I hope that people who are listening to us get the same feeling. And the bottom line is that you are an individual, you have your own personal gifts, and you have an opportunity to shine. And uh, I, I use this line often, uh, and it's from Irma Bombeck, who said, when I die and I face my creator, I'm going to say, I have nothing left. I've used everything, every talent that you gave me. And I think that's a great thought, and it makes me feel good. Amelia, you've been a great guest. It. Great guest. I, I really love having you on the show, and I hope everybody has enjoyed it. Positively Ernie, extra on 77 WABC and our other platforms as well. Looking forward to having you back on the air again, Amelia. Thank you so much. We're better together. Yeah, I like that. Everybody, have a great day. We'll talk to you next time, okay? Stay well, and remember, you were born to be alive. drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.